Pokemon Variety Hour, the podcast where we talk about a variety of different Pokemon topics. I am your host, Riley, and today we have a we have a pretty a pretty decent cast. First of all, I've got two co-hosts with me. Uh, one of them you probably expected, the other one perhaps a little less common. First, the one who's expected, but we love him anyway, Anaru. Hello. Greetings. Konnichiwa. Other introductions Other here. various languages. <laughs> and then the second co-host joining us for, I think, the first time in a decent while uh, is Brad. Me? Or yes, you. One? Oh. Are there two? <laughs> I, 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 was, I was unaware of the second Brad. I was unaware of Brad 2. Well, I'm trio of identical triplets. <laughs> my trio of triplets not you, like that. you you never know which one you're talking to at every any given time there's three brads no nobody's gonna get this because it's a power rangers joke but you've got brad of wisdom brad of courage and brad of heart the, the trio but anyway uh besides those no, two co-hosts see, my... see that's see that's why i don't like I always say, I'm forgetting stuff. It's not because I have a bad memory. It's because we don't know what the other people know. Exactly. That that explains everything. But uh, besides the two co-hosts, we're joined by a guest tonight, and that guest is a friend of Anaru's. We got him from his server because we went in there and said, "We want guests, please." And he he was the one who came for us. It's Fen. Hey, it's me, the chicken imposter. The chicken imposter? I don't know what that means. It's a funny term. It's an in-joke. <laughs> okay. I assume Anaru gets this in-joke. Uh... I have, like, a thing on, like, another server where I'm just, like, this Eldritch chicken of doom. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, okay. I was, I was confused if this was a uh, my show-related joke, but no, no, yeah, I, I, I know what you're talking about. Anaru show, not a scratch podcast, which you can find yeah. on all sorts of platforms. Plug. Okay. <laughs> I feel like shamelessly plugging Anaru is just a, a running joke on this show at this point. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Asterisk. Uh, Anaru show is not a sponsor of artificial uh, sponsor of this podcast. That is true. Also, uh, on a completely unrelated note, how do you become a sponsor of the show? How do you become a sponsor of Not a Scratch podcast, or how do you become a sponsor? How do you, of this? you donate a whopping one hundred dollars, and we'll oh, slap oh, your name? Oh, I could do, one. I could do uh, thirteen and a half cents. I could, I could do exactly one cent. <laughs> Two. I thought you were gonna say dollars, and I was gonna say yes. Hand it over. <laughs> yes, one dollar, <laughs> please. One angular dollar. You know, I'd take one dollar. <laughs> You'll pay us a dollar for every view that uh, <laughs> sees your advertisement, which will come to nothing. So you'll be okay. Zero views, yeah, pretty much. And yeah, this show gets a couple views. It gets like five to eight listens an episode, which isn't great, but it's it ex- it means people are listening. True, true. But, I'm just um, ready for there to be a wiki like article. Of like all of the hosts of this show, and then it's gonna like forget me because I'm so non-existent. I mean, at this point, I'd say Colo is more non-existent than you. He hasn't been on since fucking March of last year. 
you I, you I think came on at some point like in the summertime. But anyway, enough about the fact that none of my co-hosts actually come on my fucking podcast that they're co-hosts of. <laughs> That's not a thing at all. Except you, Anaru. You you come on. Waves hello. Everyone hello. else is uh questionable. But Brad's here tonight. I'll give him that. <laughs> so to get into the On his birthday. Yeah, oh shit, happy birthday, Brad. Yeah. Hey. Happy you birthday. forgot that a second time after I even told you. It's no, I didn't I I I just forgot to say it. I knew it in my mind, but I forgot that I should say it verbally on this podcast. So so so, so you forgot. That's what you're saying. Dang, <laughs> bro. I mean, to be fair, I forget my own birthday some of the times. <laughs> but anyway, uh yeah, it's Brad's birthday when we're recording. This comes out fucking six days from now so it's not gonna be brad's birthday when it comes out but it is brad's birthday right now so happy birthday brad happy birthday just turned seven (laughs) hey seven look i'm gonna be honest it goes downhill from there i'm eight and a half (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how old i am (laughs) don't you get letter grades now what's up don't you get letter grades now Bro, letters for grades at this point bothers me. I, I'm I'm 11, and you guys don't know what you're in for, okay? Brace yourself. <laughs> my, my textbook, my textbook <laughs> this year, my textbook this year was 12 pages, and I heard in your guys' grades, it's like 42. We we actually had we actually had we 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 actually had a uh 50 page textbook for one of my classes. I, I love how you said more than me eight times as a kid would. Did, wait, did you did you say you <laughs> had more than one? I have more than one class. Yeah. Whoa, what? bro! Whoa! I know, like right? High this school guy, some shit. This guy crazy. Well, I'm trying to me say that. Don't tell my mom. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, shame. The before we fucking fall on the tangents for thirty minutes, let's uh get to the show proceedings, which, first of all, we talk about what we've been doing in Pokemon for the week or just in recent times or whatever. And, you know, I like to I like to give our guests the floor first. So, Sven, have you been doing anything Pokemon-related somewhat yeah, recently I've, that you'd like to touch on? I've been playing through all the Mystery Dungeon games again because, like, I haven't played them in a while, so I've just been straight playing through them, like, for, like, a bit <laughs> again. And yeah, I haven't really been doing that much interesting stuff besides that. And oh, oh, I've been playing, also playing uh, Pokemon Mystery Universe as well. What is Mystery Universe? Uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon MMO. Oh yeah, I think I saw like a tweet about that, and I just never investigated further. It's fun. Yeah, I, I'm sure it is. I love Mystery Dungeon. Uh, is it boring because you don't have any friends? Yeah, that's me. Dang. No friends then. <laughs> Fun Dang. fact, and this is true of a lot of series that I enjoy, despite the fact that this is the case. I've never quite beaten a Mystery Dungeon game. I made it to the final boss in Explorers, but I'd never quite beat him. And... I think the farthest I got in uh, the original was like 
Articuno? Oh, yes, the, I know Joe. Brad, Brad, you were playing with me when I got the farthest I got. Do you remember the last, like, big thing we did before we didn't do that anymore? <laughs> Brad unmuted as if he was about to give his answer and then remuted. Brad? Can you hear me? Yes. Now we can, yeah. Do you, do you, I said, fun hello? Fact, my Discord oh. just crashed. I didn't hear Oh, your Discord crashed? I said, um... Mm. I was talking about how I've never beat a mystery dungeon game, and I was asking you if you remembered how far we got in the original when we played together. We got to chapter one, and then you stopped replying to my DM. No, that was Explorers, and that was something we did recently. I'm talking about when we played the original together, like, months ago. Oh, we got to, uh, to Absol, and I'm pretty yeah. sure we are on our way to Articuno. Yeah, no, we beat Articuno, so it probably yeah, was we... Articuno then. I I was thinking it was Articuno, but I wanted to confirm with you. I just remember there was snow and ice. And Whoa, this is so cool, pun intended. God damn it. <laughs> and then um, I have the remake on the Switch, and I'm very bad at sitting down and playing games for long periods of time now. So I've had the remake for months, and I've only as far as uh, Zapdos... <laughs> So yeah, moral of the story is I'm bad at sitting down and playing games. Video games are hard. Me too. I uh, I mostly just listen to things while playing them too, like because I have to be double distracted. <laughs> I always feel bad about doing that though, because I know the soundtrack is so good. I know it. I know <laughs> it's so freaking good. <laughs> I've seen a speed run where the guy got on a dating website and he tried to get a girl as uninterested in him as fast as possible, and he did it in 20 seconds. That's not that hard to do. (laughs) It's also very... What? what? (laughs) You kind of want to do it. (laughs) I'm very confused at how that... I mean, alright. He just uh, he had to match with a girl and then make that girl not interested in him anymore as quickly as possible. (laughs) He did it by saying he liked anime, Legos, and computers. (laughs) I feel attacked. (laughs) <laughs> That's a personal attack on all of us. Excuse me. He did it. He did it in twenty seconds. Come on, man. He he found a match, started talking to the girl, and then like got her as uninterested in him in twenty seconds. It was great. That is pretty fucking funny. <laughs> it's fast, dude. I want to beat it. I want to beat the world record. It to beat the record, Brad. Well, first you'd have to get a girl to match you in the first place, which might <laughs> there's a lot of prep work there. Ooh. Oh my face. <laughs> But anyway, um, anything else, Ben? I, com- I completed Pokemon Sun, and but that that's it, really. Oh, hey, good job. Sun is good. It's a good game. Like, like he said, that, it's just like Sun, yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty good. It's a, it's a good game. It's a good game. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, you know. to be fair, even the worst Pokemon game, in my opinion, is still a good game. Like, so, uh, what 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 game were we talking about? Would we say the worst Pokemon game, Anaru, out of curiosity, in your opinion? Uh, of the ones that I've played, probably like Red and Blue, I think, and that's mainly because of Aww. all of the weird things Aww. involved with it. But you, Red you and Blue have to... is so charming and fun. Yes, oh. but I'm also very young and basically joined the franchise in between Hoenn and Sinnoh, so I don't have nearly as much of a... I, I joined the franchise at Sinnoh, and I went back to Red and Blue, and I'm like, oh, these are cute and charming, and I like them. Eh. I joined oh, I joined the series at uh, Pokemon Soul Silver, I think. 
Soul Silver was my second. My first was uh, mm-hmm. Pearl. Oh, wait, no, there's still another human in here. Who is he? Rick's son-in-law, Jerry Smith. What the uh, fuck are you? This, this? <laughs> oh, here is there's another human in here or something. <laughs> Brad, what are you watching? All right, anyway. <laughs> Brad, what? Why aren't you muting? There's noise. There's stuff in the background. What's going on? What the heck? When I when I was had this earbud in, I could still hear y'all, but y'all couldn't hear me. And then now all of a sudden you can hear my TV and everything. Piss me off. Yep. Huh. I, I maybe it's a settings thing. To... Why are you trying to watch TV during the podcast, Brad? I feel I'm like not it's trying to watch TV. I'm trying to walk games. past the TV to get my dog to take my dog out during a podcast. I see. I see. <laughs> and it was, it was Rick and Morty on the TV. Yeah, sorry for Brad's audio quality. Live with it. That's that's my message to the listeners. You act anyway. like I'm not on my phone on Discord. Uh, I, I did that all the time. That used to be how I did this. And in fact, I think it almost sounded a little better just because there was less background noise. But yeah, mm-hmm. now I'm on a now I'm on a computer with a headset. And it's a pretty cheap headset, so it picks up background noise. Very well, so I have to be tactical about pressing the mute button when I'm not talking. Hello, kitty. You coming to attack me? I figured if anything, you had to be tactical, because if you weren't tactical, your mom would bust down the door and be like, Why are you on your board again? Jesus. Uh, but anyway, so if if Sven's all said and done, then I guess we'll go to you- uh, Brad. What you been doing, Brad? I started actually trying to play Pokemon Mystery Dungeon uh, Explorers of Sky because you would never respond to my DMs. So. Yeah, we were supposed to do a podcast about it, and then you were like trying to do one episode in two sessions, and I was like, I don't want to deal with that shit. Thanks for your input, Wind. You hear it. The voice <laughs> of the wind. <laughs> <laughs> the voice of the wind is speaking to us. But yeah, I'm glad to hear you uh, got back into playing it, at the very least. It's a good game. I have I have Sky whole... on my... Go ahead. There's this whole conspiracy out there that Wigglytuff is actually the super genius that planned the whole thing. And I'm trying to pay attention this time, specifically at Wigglytuff. What, Wigglytuff planned the whole, like, plot? Yeah, like, the whole thing. Interesting. Oh, really? Huh. Interesting theory. <laughs> I subscribe to I, a I different... Don't... I have a different theory that I pass about. Um, what is it? Uh, Technically, I don't know if you want to... Con- if this counts as confirming it. By the way, uh, spoilers for Sky, even though the game came out, like, 12 years ago. Um, it, uh, My interpretation of it is that Badoof causes the entire thing. Because yeah, he because uh, he wishes for friends and so he gets the friends in the partner and the player character. Um, why would the player character be interested in joining the guild? Well, that's because they or not the, the partner character because so there's a reason for that. The partner character then gets the uh, the relic fragment 
you show up because of dark rice shenanigans. Uh, he, I, I forget if he specifically wished for friends or a friend, or maybe his friend is the partner character. The partner found you, and then as a result, you get dragged along with them. So there's some weird uh, A plus B equals uh, 73 type combination there. Yeah, see, I, I honestly think that. Uh, really see, I quit watching the video because I, I actually found out because when I played this, I was like 12. And I only beat Dialga, and I was like, oh, that's the end of the game. And I never got past oh, it. Like, I never went okay. anything past Dialga. So I have to go back and play that. And I want to specifically pay attention to the post game now, too, because I didn't see it. Yeah, the post game is definitely. Uh, um, post game is almost like its own game. It's very nice. I like yeah. how they did that. Can't you evolve in the post but, game? Uh, not until you beat the entire post game. You and your Aww. character and the partner character cannot evolve. Um, any other, like, recruit. But, but everyone else can. Because yeah. there's time that stops you from doing it. Mm-hmm. And there goes yep. and uh, We'll be back. <laughs> you system crash. <laughs> oh, hey, there Brad's he back. He's entered the room and he's just standing there. Not <laughs> one, Discord crash, one Discord crash lighter. Uh, anyway, the idea or the theory Pass is that... Because like... The video that I was watching basically caught Wigglytuff lying about certain things and trying to pretend to be dumb. And that the whole oh, yeah. like yeah. Um, the whole theory is that he pretends to be dumb because he like gave Riley the regu- uh, the the fragment and orchestrated the whole thing. Okay. I appreciate that you call the partner Riley. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I tried to say Ryoliu because my partner originally was Ryoliu and I was a Torchic. And okay. like, in my mind, even though, because I'm thinking about what I'm trying to say, in my mind, I instantly say Ryoliu instead of the partner. Because mm-hmm. in my mind, like, that is my partner. Oh, I thought you were saying that because you named your partner Riley in your, in your playthrough. And I, th- I was honored. I know you when I was 12, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately. Would have been cool if we knew each other back then. Could hang out, play Pokemon at the schoolyard. I named my po- my partner Pokemon Riley because I had a vision of knowing you from the of future. The future. But actually <laughs> you had a dimensional scream of this I had a exact conversation. Of, I had a vision of it us was... meeting fucking four years later. We, no, you were I was 16 when we met, me right? It was Zatu <laughs> that told me this. Yeah. When did me and you meet, Brad? It was like Three years ago? Four? I don't. I don't Because we met know. we met through uh Michael, didn't we? Or Tyler, one of the two. I was definitely Michael and then you introduced me to Tyler and then I don't even remember what happened with Michael. I just remember we all got mad because he turned into a power hungry monkey hungry like asshole. Yeah, I, I we don't talk to any of those people anymore, really. I hear I hear oh. from Jackson every once in a while. Not direct, to... not directly. I just see Jackson in other servers and sometimes interact with him. I just I used to do draft with him, and he just like everyone kind of just started ignoring all of us. Yeah, Except Magikarp. Ma- Magikarp's with the Russian mafia, and she doesn't need she doesn't like need she to distract need us anymore. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, Russian Mafia. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's Sven and I are very confused right now. Okay. 
Yeah, this, is, this is a very inside conversation. I wouldn't doubt. I doubt that any of the listeners understand this, unless like Jackson listens to the show and we just didn't know. Talking about being confused. To be fair, I'm always confused about everything. <laughs> Talk but, to uh, mom either. Oh, mom! I haven't heard from Nino in so long. She. It, T, I think uh, we call we called him mom so much that I forget his gender, <laughs> but I think it's a he. Um, we haven't talked to him in a long time. Like he's, I heard you heard from Cheese like last year, I think, or sometime around there. And I talked to Tyler recently, and I talked to Jackson at some point. I miss the old squad. It's It's been a long time. But uh, you have anything else you want to say, Brad, before we move on to uh, interview? All this silence is going to be Jason's real test as an editor to see if, <laughs> if this silence doesn't stay in. The sound of silence. <laughs> All right, it, it seems like Brad's out of it for the moment, so we're just going to move on to Anaru. Anaru, go. Hi. Welcome. Uh, hello. Um, Konnichiwa. I think I said in the last episode that I recorded that uh, I was doing a challenge on Pokemon Explorers of Sky. Was was that you last time? Did say that? I did. Yes. Well, that was that's done. That's posted. It's been on the channel for two weeks, I think, when this comes out. Yeah, uh, probably. So. That's a thing. I played through the entirety of Pokemon Explorers of Sky, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Sky. Uh, I played through the main portion of the game with my partner and I only using the move Metronome. It sounds as bad as it was, or it was as bad as it, bad as it, it, it was bad. Exactly as bad as it sounds. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was rough. It was very fun, but it was rough. I watched it, in, <laughs> and oh my gosh, it was a thing. It's a very long video. But if you're interested, you can check it out on Adurian Region, that channel. Um, YouTube channel, it's a place, it's a thing. It's got like 100 views. Whoa, that's crazy. Um, outside of that, uh, I'm doing another challenge because I'm crazy. Uh, and um, so I go through Andrew's Pokemon Fire Red. And into Madry Bread, where he just does Bro, shout out Madry Bread. I literally, uh, shout out to Madry Bread. I told him that I stole his stuff. Uh, and he's cool with it, apparently. So, uh, yeah. Um, so, so the next challenge that I'm doing, which is ongoing but might be ending soon, because I don't actually know when it'll finish, is basically how far can you get through in Pokemon Fire Red when you're starting with a Pokemon with base stats of one for everything. And do those stats say one forever, or do they go up? Or like a. So they they go up when you level up, but I used rare candies so that EVs wouldn't take effect. There was a lot of uh, um, code manipulation, let's go with that, to uh, have this occur. So I'm starting off with a level 100 Mew who has base stat or like final stats after level ups of about anywhere between 20 and 30 for everything. Uh, HP is like oh, 140. Um, so that's the thing. I couldn't fix IVs. Otherwise, it would have been that, but it's it just base stats and then technically no EVs. And I'm trying to see if, how far I can get into the game with this terrible Mew. Uh, the one saving grace is that I uh, created every single TM in the game uh, for free use so I can switch out moves and stuff like that. But um, I still have to, you know, beat 
the important battles and stuff. That's not hard. You get what's it called? Uh, is it mind reader and then guillotine? That's true. Yeah, I could do something. Oh, I don't think mind reader and guillotine are TMs in Fire Red, at least. Well, I know that there's other moves like that. Yeah, I I haven't gone through. I don't think I've gone through the TMs particularly well so far in the game. I've been able to get through um, without needing TMs, just Mew's final move set and just using super effective moves. I am where am I? I'm in Koga. I just finished Koga's battle, and actually I switched out the actually, TMs. Actually, guillotine so. works. Guillotine works with uh, uh, level. If as long as you're above their level, you kill them. I think. Okay. Uh. That would be a strategy, yeah, honestly. Are you I'm, using I think a it's... different mic than you were before. No. You suddenly got a lot louder. Just like out of nowhere, your volume increased a lot. I I don't have an honest answer why. Yeah, to just fucking Discord, whatever. Anyway, you got. I don't think guillotine is a uh, TM. Otherwise, that would be a great strategy. But because uh, yeah. I can switch in TMs, but I can't uh, like Gen moves in. I guess is the best way to say it. So I have to use my my. So the reason why I chose Mew was because Mew can learn every TM. So I have flexibility from that aspect of things. But it's still interesting. It's still annoying because at this point Mew is using super effective moves, and it's not one hit KOing that KOing level thirty Pokemon. So it's fun. You just gotta run, um, I don't know if these are TMs either, they probably aren't, but I was gonna say you should run, uh, uh, I know Protect's a TM, just yeah. run, just run Protect and Dragon Rage, and that's, that's your most reliable form of damage. I don't think Dragon Rage is, Endeavor yeah, Quick Attack be... with the Focus Sash. You should, you should allow yeah, every item for use too. Yeah, I I do have uh, the. That would have some interesting strategy rule. aspects. Yeah, I I do have the the rule of no using like items about like uh, X defends, but I can use the held item. So if that's in the game, I can find it and grab that. That's different because like if you could boost, yeah, that, that that kind of stuff would being able to use revives specifically and potions would take a lot out of it. Yeah. I hear you guys talking about about like all these strategies and stuff. I'm just like I'm just the the scrub who like just goes attack, attack, attack. Uh, yeah, See, I, I'm, if, a, I'm a big was... block guy, and I do competitive, so my brain is very strategic. I mean, I'll very rarely ever use like a non-attack, but like mostly with me, it's just like attack, attack, attack. <laughs> I feel you. That's that's me ninety five percent of the time. Unless if I'm, I'm not like, doing stupid stuff like what I'm doing right now with this challenge, then I'm mostly just let's just smash them. But the non attack, the non attack that he uses the most is recover. The only <laughs> time, oh, the only time I've like not done that is in Sun, like you know, like the uh, Plaza thing, and like there's like this thing where like it, you choose like a three Pokemon or whatever. Yeah. The only yeah. time I've ever done it because I like I I got I like decided, oh eh. But eh. um yeah I'm usually a very offensive person as well. Like the only time I use non attack moves is like well in competitive it's a whole different when I'm playing Nuzlocks. I usually just you, you know hit it to unless it's like, you know, a harder gym and I had to come in with some like crazy strategy. Like the prime example being my usual method of beating uh, 
of beating Falconer when I do gold, silver, crystal, Nuzlocks, which I have, which I have deemed Operation Smokescreen, <laughs> which is where I just smokescreen it as many times as I can, because <laughs> that Pidgeotto is very threatening. I, I think like the uh, like Pokemon Misty Dungeon is one of the only like Pokemon games where I'm actually like careful about things instead of just attacking and attacking. <laughs> Mystery Dungeon is scary, because in the older ones, at least, if if one of your Pokemon died, it was like, oh, time to go. Yep. You've lost. You know, talking about Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, and, and, you know in, like, Super Mystery Dungeon, where, like, you don't get a lot of t- chance, chance to grind and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it, I found a way to grind, it's just by, like, doing each floor of every dungeon you, you're able to do, like, and just drag out that one floor for as long as possible just kill everything <laughs> and just like do that for as many like floors and dungeons as you can and then you'll that's basically my way of grinding without you know with the limited amount of stuff you can do yeah i'd like to point out that Jinji just joined the call for exactly one second and then hung up all right um but yeah no that's that's pretty much it the challenge stuff i mean things all right, well, as for me, I've been doing some... First of all, I did buy the DLC. I haven't played it much, but I did buy it since the last episode. I do have it. I played, like, 30 minutes worth of Isle of Armor. Haven't touched Crown Tundra yet. And um, so besides that, I, I did a, I've done a couple of Nuzlocke things. Uh, three main Nuzlocke's to talk about since the last episode, which was a month ago. But these these Nuzlocke's all happened within like the past two weeks, or they started. None of them have reached a conclusion, or even close to that. Uh, first, there's uh, Platinum Nuzlocke, which I just started for for fun, for funsies. Uh, we, I haven't done the first gym yet, but I'm currently grinding for it. I've got Pokemon. Uh, grinding takes a long time because I have a Zubat, which has to be entirely switch trained because it doesn't get bite until fucking level thirteen. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that that takes some time. And uh, yeah, I got to I got to train for the first gym. But uh, that Platinum Nuzlocke is probably going to move pretty slow because I have a couple Nuzlocks where there's actually a a, a set time commitment involved. Uh, the first of which is. I rejoined the the Dicketeers Nuzlocke group. I I was part of their group for X and Y, but I ended up dropping early because I was super depressed back then and couldn't and couldn't motivate myself to sit down in front of the game for more than like ten minutes at a time. So that's what that's what happened there. I dropped from the Dicketeers. I talked about that on the show, I think. But um, I've rejoined them. Uh, they they finished X and Y and they did Oraz and now they're doing Ultra Sun Ultra Moon and I have joined them for that. And I started my Ultra Moon run and uh I wiped almost immediately. <laughs> like Oh boy. Yeah, um I went in, I started my run. I I'm on team Rowlet. I drafted Rowlet as my starter which um Rowlet is actually the the Pixels Media Squad. It, it it wasn't planned to be that way. It's just how it turned out, because <laughs> the three people, 
the three people on uh, on Team Rallet, it's the Pokemon Variety Hour squad, the Pixels Media squad. The three people on Team Rallet are uh, me, Val, and Penguin. So it just ended up working out that way. So, yeah, uh, I'm on Team Rallet. I started with Rallet. Uh, I was doing a Sonic characters naming theme. So I had uh, I had Longclaw the Rallet named after the Owl Mom from the fucking movie. And then um, I got a Pichu, who I named Amy after Amy Rose. And then I got I I got a Wingle who I named uh, Wave after Wave the Swallow from Sonic Riders. And then I got a Meowth, who I named Silver after Silver the Hedgehog. And uh, the trainer... Then you got a Selgore and named it Sonic. Get a what and name it Sonic? I think he said Excelgore or thing. Yeah, Selgore. Yeah, that that might be a good Sonic. I was was thinking if I got a Toga tomorrow, I'd probably name it Sonic because it's the Hedgehog. (laughs) but anyway so what happened was so the trainer school you got some trainers there there's there's five trainers you had to fight there's the four trainers you fight before the teacher and then the like the final boss so to speak is the teacher now one of the random trainers has a bonds lie and that bonds lie has flail which uh, unbeknownst to me, I was like, I knew the power increase as the health got low, but I did not know by how much. Flail oh, by default okay. is like a fucking 40 power move. When you're down below 4% of your health, that goes up to fucking 200. Yeah, it's a very... No. So I tried to kill Bonsly with my Meowth, because Bite was neutral and it was only going to take a couple turns to finish him off. And... Uh, Bite got uh, Bonsai down to 1 HP, and then Bonsai used Flail, and down went Meowth. So Silver the Meowth went down to that Bonsai. And then, you know, I fight the other trainers with no problem, but then we get to the final trainer before the teacher. The kid who's like, you have to beat the other three before you beat me. That guy. He has an Ekans. And that Ekans has Rap, which is capable of trapping a Pokemon in. I had my Wingle out, and the Ekans tracked him, and the Ekans killed him. So, at the end of the the four trainers going into the trainer school teacher, who had a level 10 Litten, all I had was a Pichu and a Rowlet. So, uh, yeah, that battle didn't end well. (laughs) (laughs) Go, Go, baby Pokemon, fight that... Fight, fight the level 10 cat who's stronger than you by like three levels and isn't a baby Pokemon. <laughs> and then um, after that, I, I restarted. I, I got another Rowlet. This time I'm this time I shifted naming themes and uh, to fit with the game I'm currently obsessed with. I'm doing a Grand Theft Auto 5 naming theme. So <laughs> I got a Rowlet. I named it Paige after Paige Harris, who's the hacker that you can recruit on certain heists. And then I got a Pick-A-Peck, who I named Franklin, after one of the three main characters, Franklin. And uh, Pick-A-Peck, fun fact, better encounter than a Pichu, at least early on. (laughs) But much more immediately useful than a Pichu. That's 
not very surprising though. I I, I uh, played a bit of GTA Five. I, I was it uh, if I remember correctly, it was on like the Xbox 360 once or something. It was and, on the Xbox 360, and yeah. that's like the only time I got it. I played it a bit and then forgot I had it. <laughs> uh, GTA Five is very good. I I quite enjoy it, but um. I mean, I probably wouldn't do if I didn't forget about it. If you didn't forget that you had it, yeah. Um, so I did that, and then I got a another Wingle, who I named uh, Tracy after one of the main character Michael's daughter, and then I got a Magnemite in the trainer school, who I named Lester after Lester Crest, the big heist planner guy, and. Uh, uh, another fun fact, Magnemite, much more immediately useful than a Meowth. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that Magnemite made quick work of all four of the pre-teacher trainers. And then my Wingle, who I did not feed to a snake this time, uh, made quick work of the, of the fire cat. So... That's where I am now in that Nuzlocke. I've I've successfully beaten the trainer school teacher on my second attempt. And now I'm staring down the barrel of the first trial, which is very scary. <laughs> and then uh, there's uh, I started a competitive Nuzlocke with uh, my buddies, a three-way competitive Nuzlocke with a point system, just like the Dicketeers, uh, mostly inspired by Blastburn Radio. And I start. I started a Nuzlocke trio with my friends uh, Silas and Red Star. Red Star, who's actually a fan of the show. And uh, I don't want to talk about how my run for that went because that run's getting posted to YouTube, so you can go watch that run for yourself. Sure, it's always fun to watch Nuzlocke's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I did. Uh, this is like a little spoiler preview. To like get you interested, I did do the hardest possible uh, mode for Brock, so you can see how well or poorly that went for me. <laughs> yeah, whenever I laugh, I just go <laughs> like <laughs> I've I've done that. I do that sometimes, but um, yeah, I'd say that's probably about it for me. God, my cat just stole my other cat's box. Oh, there was also um. I got I got into Pokemon Victory Fire, which that that's mm, on my Twitch yeah. and it's archived oh. on my YouTube. But oh yeah, that yeah. I played some of the, that. Uh, yeah. Victory Fire is, is is a pretty fun game so far. I'm about two hours in, and I think it's a pretty cool uh, ROM hack so far. Except uh, the dialogue is not the most well written, but I'm pretty sure that's because it wasn't originally written in English. And the translation is slightly rough. Those those darn translations. I can't think of a good joke for this. <laughs> if I knew what language it was, I'd just say those darn blank language. But I don't remember what language it was originally in. Uh, but I think that's about all she wrote for uh, me in Pokemon so I think it's about time to transition to our topic for the night. Which, uh, Anaru, why don't you tell them what our topic is? Okay. Uh, so, 
there are a lot of Pokemon in this world that we live in, except, you know, Pokemon isn't in this world, but you get the gist. Anyway, there are so many different types, so many different characters. Some people love them. Some people don't like them as much. We're going to talk about one of my favorites today, uh, Wigglytuff, and specifically the Wigglytuff line. So Igglybuff, Jigglypuff, and Wigglytuff, which now that I'm saying this out loud, you probably read the title, so you'd have a general idea of what we're talking about, assuming the title talks about it. Yeah, the title's just gonna... Uh, all the titles of Pokemon Variety Hour are just the topic, so the title's just gonna be the Jigglypuff line. Yeah, so you guys know what it is. But anyway, ta-da! Or maybe the Jigglypuff family, because that sounds nicer. Be like... Jigglypuff like family. Yeah. 30 minutes of like just like off topic t- talking about That's other true. things. Be like, when are they getting through the Jigglypuff family? <laughs> yeah, that's how the show works. We talk about what we've been doing <laughs> in Pokemon and then we get to the topic. Now we're in the, we gotta, you gotta, you gotta, shoot, you gotta eat the, eat the shell before you get to the creamy center, you know? I don't, but let's <laughs> talk about. I mean, I just, like, eat the whole thing in one bite. <laughs> I suppose that is also a valid option. Anyway, um, so our line, our Igglybuff, Jigglypuff, Wigglytuff line. Um, so, so, Anna, you claimed you could do an entire episode on Igglybuff, so why don't you give us, why don't you give us your, uh, your speech about Igglybuff? <laughs> to be fair, we have done a lot of this episode already, so it doesn't have to be as long, but, uh... Igglybuff is the baby Pokemon, the pre-evolution of Jigglypuff, founded, founded, created, uh, spawned into existence. Founded. (laughs) Igglybuff was founded. (laughs) Igglybuff Corporation, LLC. Yeah, Igglybuff seems like the type of Pokemon that would have a business. Um, Probably wouldn't run it very well, but would have a business also. (laughs) Because it's a fresh out of the egg baby, but you know, exactly. He like, um, comes out of the egg with a tuxedo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> with a little briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm, you see? <laughs> yep. Um, so Igglybuff is about, I don't know. It's like the meme with Kirby in a tuxedo, and, and like he's, he's making a rough business deal, and it's just him slamming his little arms on the table and saying, Poyo! <laughs> <laughs> Basically, in my opinion, I feel like... Uh, if if Jigglypuff is Kirby, then Igglybuff is young Kirby, I guess. That's effectively baby what it is. Kirby. <laughs> baby Kirby. It's baby Kirby. Kirby. It's baby when Kirby. Getting, when we game baby Kirby for Smash. <laughs> Facts. Uh, actually, fun fact, Igglybuff appears as a random trophy in Super Smash Bros. Melee. Oh, I, I've the only Smash Bros. I've played is like the Super Smash Brothers ones or whatever. Uh, the one there in like the 3DS. Yeah, I'm not sure. 3DS Smash Bros is pretty good. Yeah, I imagine we'll do a little bit on Smash Bros because Jigglypuff is a big force in Smash. Yeah, especially um, Melee. I think he's actually like close to top tier in Melee. The Jigglypuff is. I think I remember hearing about that. Yeah, Jigglypuff is really fucking good in Melee. Like competitive players actually use Jigglypuff somewhat often cool um so going back though to uh igglybuff um it's uh yeah it's your standard it's it's very similar to most baby pokemon um it's a soft bouncy bubbly ball of joy is effectively my interpretation of it alternatively if you don't like baby pokemon uh it's 
an annoyance to level up because it's one of those friendship evolutions which uh, people are very much on the fence about. They either love them or hate them. They're they're very opinionated about it. Um, but yeah, uh, the ones at home probably don't have a lot of friendship with them. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, because they fucking they're like fuck you, little baby Pokemon. <laughs> Pretty much, and the friendship evolutions are very. I I like the concept behind it, and I personally enjoy them. But I can understand why people don't like them because it's almost it's more or less like a random chance like there is math behind how a friendship grows over time but it's very much it's it's a lot more difficult to track as opposed to what level or when a stone is used or something like that i do just want to say you just reminded me real quick a slight tangent my la my most recent experience with a baby pokemon was in my recent pokemon victory fire stream i caught a pichu with the intent to actually use it and people were like, that's going to be hard to do. And I was like, that's okay. And then um, I ran into a Shinx and I uh, and I promptly caught the Shinx and threw the Pichu in the boss. <laughs> <laughs> also, Brad's gone. I don't know if that's permanent or if his Discord just crashed. He hasn't talked in a minute. Did he get sent to the Shadow Realm? He might have. Uh, he might have had got- played on him. If you got sent to the Biscuit Realm, that'd be a good thing, but not the Shadow Realm. <laughs> <laughs> Only um, the, what about what about if you put them both together, the Shadow Biscuit Realm? <laughs> It'd be like you bite into a biscuit. It looks it's like a realm of like biscuits that look absolutely delicious. It's like you a bite nice into fluffy it, then... <laughs> It's just a shadow. <laughs> you bite into it and like it just disappears. <laughs> Oh, it's like, oh, no. <laughs> that's, that sounds like hell. I, I would die where I have to experience that. But yeah, um, after that, there's, I mean, I could go into more details about the specifics on Igglybuff's stats, but uh, the other big thing that I personally related to is uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Sky, the main Wigglytuff Guildmaster famous character. Um, in Explorers of Sky, they do a special episode where you get to see uh, Wigglytuff is a young Igglybuff, and you play through the character, play through like really? a small I didn't know mini about episode that. like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that. Uh, I like. I think I played like, uh, like the uh, time in like either yeah, time and darkness time didn't have or, them. Yeah, or your it was either time or darkness that I've played like when I was like a kid, mm-hmm. and I haven't gotten into playing like Sky right like right now. I'm gonna be playing it like soon, so. Yeah, so Sky was an enhanced version in that they added extra stuff. Um, yeah, they they just added a bunch of stuff, including uh, five special episodes that go into more details on uh, specific aspects of the game itself. So there, the first one is more about the Bidoof character. Second one's more about Wigglytuff when younger. The third one is about the Sunflora. The fourth one is about Team Charm, which you see in the post game. And the fifth one is uh, what happens to Grovile when he jumps back into the portal uh, with Dusnor at the very end of the game. So uh, th- th- that's one of the reasons why Sky is a-, a lot of people will go straight to Sky to play it because it's basically just time and darkness, but with more stuff. And it's also the reason why if you look for it on like eBay, it's going for like 400 bucks or something crazy like that. 
Yeah, I got it like when it was like still selling, but like who would pay that yeah. much for it? It's on the fucking Wii U eShop for twenty bucks. That also requires you to have the Wii U, though. I used to have the Wii True. U, but when I was a kid. But one, I just one time got really mad and just threw it. <laughs> That's oof. I have a very funny story about what happened to my Wii U gamepad, the original one that I had. It was a, it was a, it was a fucking like big event. Um, so I had a friend over, and this friend was a, uh, a friend named Alicia. She was, she's a female friend, a couple years younger than me. Uh, we've known each other since we were like fucking babies, and um, she was over at one point, and she's a very angry and very aggressive person. So I, I pissed her off somehow. I don't quite remember the inciting action. But what what resulted from that action was me running from her wrath into the living room where my Wii U gamepad was somewhere on the floor. And then she threw a hairbrush at me, which smacked me in the leg really hard, bounced off of my leg onto my Wii U gamepad and broke it on impact. And then... And then the so my gamepad broke and that hairbrush broke and my leg hurt really bad. Well, that's just the bad day. <laughs> yeah, she she got in big trouble and like I almost I almost felt bad about telling her dad what happened because she was like fucking like in hysterics over it. But at the same time, I wanted him to buy me a new fucking gamepad, so of course I called him. So, so that yeah, that's the story of my original Wii U gamepad. I have one now. It is very old and very shitty, and I want a new one. But for some fucking reason, Nintendo never sold them individually. You can buy them individually on the internet, but they're a little pricey. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, anyway, that's uh pretty much it for Eagle Buff. Though there's there's more information that's much more like detailed on like stats and stuff like that, but. I feel like that gets the gist of it rather quickly. It's the it's the same as the rest of them in that they're a lot of HP and not too much of other stuff. You know, yeah, your standard. Not not baby Pokemon are not strong. I think one of the biggest uh, Jigglypuff related things that people remember is there was a very prominent Jigglypuff in the Pokemon anime back in the early days of that show. Oh, the the singing one or whatever. Yeah, the one the that would sing one. and people would go to sleep and yeah, it would I, get pissed, so it would draw with <laughs> markers on their face. <laughs> yeah, like, why do you keep falling asleep with my singing? <laughs> it, it, it was so, it's the most adorable thing in the world. Like, he, he'd sing his little song and everybody would fall asleep. And he'd get pissed about it. And, and when he got pissed, he would, like, inhale and, like, get all, like, big and puffy-chested. And then he would pull out his marker and be, like, and start going to town on all their faces while they're sleeping. I gotta get up for a bit. This chair's killing my tailbone. Ugh, yeah, I know, I know that feel. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, that Jigglypuff was pretty prominent for a long time throughout a lot of the original, original anime, and I believe it had sparse appearances even in Johto. And it even appeared, I believe, exactly once in the Hoenn anime. <laughs> it also, I remember seeing this, I think it appears in, uh, uh, one of the Alolan episodes too, because they 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 brought a bunch of references for that, and I remember. Yeah, I'm sure they probably brought it back. Maybe when they were in Kanto. Yeah. yeah. Talking about Alola, wasn't that like the first time Ash like won a league or something? Yep. 
first time he won a like main league i guess the first time that. he won a main like the the first time he run a league in a reason that exists in the games yeah because yeah. he's won like orange islands he's won yeah orange islands was the only one because he, 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 he also won beforehand. battle frontier which well the battle frontier is a league yeah that's true it's also it's also funny to me that um in terms of the actual difficulty of the games it's kind of ass backwards that he couldn't beat the league itself but he beat the battle frontier because i feel like it's usually the opposite for most people playing the games because the battle frontier is fucking hard about leagues what what one was the league where like he actually was being a really good trainer or something and just lost because the air person had a dark ride That was the uh, Sinnoh League, Sinnoh, and yeah. that was bullshit. I know. <laughs> that guy was a cheater. I'm t- I'm pissed about that to this day. He actually brought back his old Pokemon for this league. He realized, hey, wait a minute. I have a bunch of Pokemon that are really good. I can use those. It's the only time he's ever had that happen, where he where that clicked in his head. I haven't I, I like I haven't actually watched the Alolan anime. I'm gonna be like going on like a binge of watching all the anime seasons like non-stop once i like am done with a bunch of other stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> so i'm gonna do that i'd recommend it i think the vast majority of the anime is pretty good i black and white has some parts that i wasn't a huge fan of but okay I think black and just... white black and white is fun and and like good in a vacuum yes when that's you, it but when you realize that it's supposed to be the continuation of uh the Sinnoh and beforehand it's like why is he this stupid? Yeah. Why is he this stupid? <laughs> I because if you if you if you were to take the every if you were to take everything else outside of black and white, you could see like the gradual improvement of like Kanto. He's in, he doesn't know much of anything. Jodo he's slowly getting grasp of thing. Hoenn he's starting to become more of a teacher role to like May for example. Sino he's really on his game. We'll ignore black and white on X and Y. He's pretty much god tier throughout the entire thing. And then the Lola he's like almost t- t- relaxing a little bit, which is. Expected because it's like a vacation. Plus, there wasn't really a league to begin with at first. Like he was then... still he, he's still a decent trainer in Alola. Yeah, he's he he knows what he's doing. He's just yeah yeah chilling. And then I I personally haven't seen the the new one. Is it Journeys? I think is the new. I watched or... exactly one episode of Journeys. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but uh, I I get the same sort of thing of like similar to Alola. He's he knows what he's doing, but he's very much letting uh what's his name go. Um, control more of the journey. Again, this is coming from a person who has not seen the anime, so uh, take it with a grain of salt. But you know, it's, it's, it's very like, funny to me that Ash fucking. It was a really funny moment. People were like freaking out about it on Twitter because of how like funny and cute it was. The fact that when Alo- when Ash wins the Alola League and receives the trophy, he has this moment where he's like, "Wait, hold on a minute, I won." For real, like, actually. Wait, wait, wait. There's no plot thing. It's not like uh oh, he's got a seventh Pokemon or something. No, I, I, I did this. I did that. I okay. won. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. You know, talking about Ash, like, I haven't like watched much of the anime, which you know I already said about that. But like, has has he ever like grown like like gotten older? <laughs> No, he's 10. Uh, he's 10 forever. He, he has both had a birthday. I don't think he's had a birthday. He has both told Pikachu that they've been traveling for a year and is still 10, if that makes any sense. To be, to be fair, to be fair, that did happen in a movie. It's probably Was that a movie? Canon. Oh, yes. I can't remember. 
To, okay, if you want to actually... No, it, like, it wasn't even days, a movie. It was a short so, preceding A short, movie. that's what it was. So, yeah. all of these seasons... Like, how many seasons are there? I don't know. But, like... Uh, like, fucking 20. 22. 20 seasons. <laughs> like, 20 seasons. And... In all these 20 seasons, it's not even a year. <laughs> well, okay, so yeah. if, if you were to actually add up the days together, I'm pretty sure it would be over a year. Um, But. Yeah. Um, I'm just, like, waiting for, like, the season where, like, there's, like, it's, like, a new, there, it's a new protagonist or something, and, like, a, and, like, Ash is the. The Boruto like, of Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> It'd be, like, like, you know, like, how, like, Ash wants to, like, be like a Pokemon champ or something. I don't, I don't know what it is, but that like, was literally the plan. Like that's how yeah. the wasn't the first movie supposed to end with Ash and Misty getting married and having a kid. Like that yeah. was the original. I don't know what and I, what yeah. I want the first is, like stuff. Yeah, what I want is like to like have like basically an almost recreation of like the first episode or something like where it's like and where and it'd be like you know like the kid looks up to becoming like a Pokemon trainer like Ash instead of like. You know, <laughs> you so know? mystery person. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think the original intention was that uh, the first movie was supposed to be like you know Ash defeats Mewtwo and then like he's heralded as a hero and becomes the champion or whatever, and then like it time skips to him having married Misty and having a kid, and then the kid was supposed to be the protagonist for Johto. Man, that would have been amazing, <laughs> in my opinion. Anyway, this has nothing to do with Wiggly Top, by the way. No, uh, it doesn't. <laughs> I know it's tangent. It's okay. we're, uh, look, we're on. At least we're on Pokemon. That that we've done that good. Is true. So, so what do you think about Elder Scrolls? We, <laughs> we had an episode that was supposed to be about the Sword and Shield expansion pass, like back when it first got announced, and that episode became the episode where we talked about the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Jigglypuff family. Side note. We don't talk much about the Jigglypuff family. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it's it'll be like the COVID episode where it was like Pokemon Sword and Shield expansion pass in parentheses, but mostly the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, yeah, jiggly... the, the marker Jigglypuff was the big thing. And then there was a uh, uh, we briefly touched on this before, but Jigglypuff has been in Smash since the very beginning. Every single Smash Brothers game, you can play as Jigglypuff. Apparently, they almost cut him from Brawl, and then people fucking rioted, so they put him back in. Yeah, I would have as well. Me. <laughs> yeah, <Perfect>. so... <laughs> Taking out Jigglypuff? <laughs> How dare you take fucking Jigglypuff out of the game, you absurd, crazy people. But, um, yeah, Jigglypuff is very popular in the Smash community. Uh, he's fucking really good in Melee. He kicks ass in Melee. I'm pretty sure he's okay in Brawl. In Smash 4, in particular, there is a... Uh, he was really bad. And there was a big, like, initiative on the internet for, like, the entire time Smash 4 was the current Smash game to, quote, buff puff. <laughs> 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 there, was a whole, there was a whole website, like, dedicated to, like, counting the amount of days from when... Uh, Smash 4 came out to when they finally buffed Puff, which they didn't. The counter continued going up forever until Smash Ultimate came out. But it was just a website where it's like, 
187 days with no buff puff. <laughs> Get that dude to a gym. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get them gains. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's fairly good again in Ultimate. Well, I guess they brought him to the gym. <laughs> they, they buffed Puff. They did it. <laughs> yeah, so I don't really know that much about Super... You know what? No, let's stop talking about, we talk about Puff. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can't get tangented again. Yeah, no, I think uh, there's a lot of stuff you could go to with Jigglypuff, I think. Just because of how much content there is behind it. It's not quite Pikachu level, but it's definitely one of the more popular not important, more popular not important characters, I guess. He's pro- I'd argue to say that Jigglypuff is probably like the th- third most popular. No, not the third. Uh... Probably like the fifth. I'd say it's it goes Pikachu, then Charizard, then Greninja, then Lucario, and then Jigglypuff. That's a solid ranking. Yeah, I, th- I could definitely see that. Uh, but anyway, I'm trying to think if there's any more big important appearances we're missing. I don't know if any of you wanted is, to say anything else about is, the Guildmaster because we didn't talk about him that much. No, nah, Jigglypuff doesn't show up in the games. It, it goes Jigglypuff. Like, time passes. Wigglytuff. So. Does Jigglypuff appear in Pokemon Snap? I don't. Well, we're remember. still talking about the line in general. You can. I, I meant. Do you have anything to say about the the Guildmaster Wigglytuff? Oh yeah. If we're moving on to Wigglytuff, there's a whole there's a whole game about. <laughs> <laughs> is is Jigglypuff in Pokemon Snap? I don't remember. I know Jigglypuff. I believe is in like the little intro to Snap, like when the logo comes on the screen. So I'd have to imagine he's also. I think it, in the I would assume game. it is. Yeah, probably. I haven't actually played Snap. I just heard about it. Because <laughs> I, if I remember the, unless I'm mi- mixing up like the intro of Snap and the intro of another Pokemon game, I'm pretty sure Pokemon Snap starts with a couple of Pokemon with balloons appearing on the screen, and then the balloons pop and it reveals the logo. And I'm pretty sure one of those Pokemon is a Jigglypuff. It does look like Jigglypuff can be found. Um, at least according to uh, uh, the online sources. So. Didn't, didn't Green have a Jigglypuff in the manga? That sounds familiar to me. I just remembered the, the actual first Pokemon game I played. <laughs> like, it was Pokemon Coliseum. <laughs> okay. Sorry, that's a, that's Pokemon Coliseum is very good. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, let's get to the Wigglytuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh... So, do either of you guys want to introduce Wiggly Tough? Or uh, no, I think I'm... you. I think you're the resident Jiggly, okay. Wiggly Tough man. Yeah. Hey, I'm not good so at Wiggly Tough. Wiggly Tough, the goat, the greatest of all time. Normal fairy type, you know how it goes. Uh, prior to Generation Six, before fairy types, it was just normal. You know how it is. Anyway, um, it's a Moonstone evolution, final form of Wiggly Buff. Um, again, sort of fits the same sort of theme of this balloonish. Puffy guy, a lot of HP, not too much of much else, but with a lot of HP, you instantly start thinking like chancy strats and stuff like that if you want to be competitive. Um, it appears in the Mystery Dungeon games, uh, especially the first two. Um, in the first one, they sell friend areas, which you can use to uh, recruit people with. Um, and then the second one, Wigglytuff, is the uh, guild master. So he's the boss of the guild that you go into. Uh, looks like an airhead, but actually is a lot smarter than you think. Um, I very much enjoy this character. 
this the Wigglytuff in Explorers of Time, Darkness, and Sky is the reason why Wigglytuff is my favorite Pokemon. So, uh, very very fun character indeed. Outside of that, there's not too much. I mean, it's got a wide move set. Um, I think uh, I think when um, I think Brad was mentioning before the recording started that Wigglytuff was like a not not a completely terrible Pokemon competitively. Like it's a it's a it's a rank. What's it, I don't know how rankings go. It's like a tier five or whatever. So what uh, he was no, he was talking about um, uh, Wigglytuff and Wigglytuff and normal competitive. I believe is PU, which is the lowest tier. Yeah. Uh, what Brad was referring to is uh, draft league, which is where uh, Pokemon are split into tiers, and then you draft like a, an amount of Pokemon from each. Tier oh, from each uh, section, right? Yeah. And tier five is the lowest tier, but there's a lot of good value you can pick up from tier five that uh, in draft, a lot of lower tier Pokemon actually can work very well because draft is a very different metagame. Mm-hmm. And Bra- Brad was referring to the fact that Wigglytuff is probably one of the most value Pokemon, valuable Pokemon in the lower tiers. So it's one of the it's it's one of the best bad ones, I guess. It's one of the best that. worst Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's pretty much most of it. I mean, again, it's very much along the themes of Igglybuff and Jigglypuff and probably isn't as popular as Jigglypuff, but, uh, if you play specific games, then it's very big. Um, I did want to mention that, yes, by the way, I did look it up and Green did have a Wigglytuff in the manga. She had a Jiggly, she had a Jigglypuff. That was actually her starter. Was her first Pokemon was a Jigglypuff. Oh, how about that? That's right, because she uh, she stole a, a what? Squirtle, I she, think. Right? She stole a Squirtle, but she already yeah. had the Jigglypuff before that. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, the manga is very good. <laughs> very where, good. where do you go to read this manga? <laughs> uh, uh. uh well, of course you go to your. Of course you go to your local bookstore and you support the. I have no idea leads. where that. Yeah, I probably would do that if I knew where the store is. <laughs> I would never condone looking up a free manga reader on the internet and finding well, yeah, Pokemon never. adventures. No. <laughs> but anyway, I I have a podcast about that manga that I need to update. I've only done two episodes. <laughs> No, I was looking for a guest to do a third, and nobody ever responded. So I was like, "Well, <laughs> you know, one thing I like about one of the best moments I think in that Wigglytuff uh, that I like the most is uh, when he walks out and he's like, he's, he's sleeping with his eyes open." <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's a funny moment. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, Wigglytuff does that in the fucking thing. It's very good. All right, so I'd say that's about it for the topic. Unless anybody has any final thoughts that they want to share. Nope, I think I don't know if Sven's got anything, but I think I'm good. No, I don't really have anything else. All right, so now we got to move on to. Jinji's favorite part of the show, but Jinji is in here, so I guess it's my job to fucking deal with it. Uh, <laughs> Pokemon, <laughs> Pokemon of the episode. So, uh, I will take it away. Pokemon. Who's that Pokemon? Look at Pokemon. 
I gotta, I gotta mark it down. There we go. <laughs> Welcome back to Pokemon of the episode, everybody. Um, so, uh, we're not working on a lot of time here. So, I, uh, 15 questions is probably not the way to go. So, we're gonna do a Pokedex entry. Uh, so, Sven, the, while Riley does that, I think I can explain it. It's pretty straightforward of, uh, Riley will find a random Pokedex entry, he'll tell us it, and then we have, are we doing three guesses or two guesses? Uh, three guesses between the two of you. Yeah, so oh, we, man, I... we all together have three guesses to figure out what Pokemon it is. Uh, we can discuss oh. with each other, but, um, we'll see if we get it right. I don't know. Oh man, I'm gonna be bad at this. I don't know the Pokedex entries I, at I, all. I haven't, I haven't seen the Pokedex entries yet, because I'm... I'm kind of doing this in a rush, and Bulbapedia is being fucking stupid, so I'm kind of stalling. Um, I haven't seen the entries yet. I assume this Pokemon probably has pretty easy Pokedex entries, but I don't have okay, to that's change not, it. I'm not good with Pokedex entries either, either uh, Sven. So. Oh, I found a good one. I mean, the only one I know is the... Uh, if I can stop clicking on the picture one. <laughs> of it from the yeah. fucking manga. <laughs> I, there's a hint. We know the it's manga. in the manga. The manga will not be denied. Yeah, wow, you know it's in the manga, which has covered all eight generations. It's really... It's really yeah, it narrows it down, so I don't think it's... Uh, I, don't even, I don't even know any of the new... It's not like Calyrex. There you go. Or whatever. Alright, anyway. It's Pokemon Yellow Pokedex entry states, which kind of narrows it down. It does, significantly. <laughs> it's Pokemon Yellow me. Pokedex entry states... Its wings, covered with poisonous powders, repel water. This allows it to fly in the rain. I think I, I think I actually have read this one before. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, you probably have. I, yeah, I it's, it's Pokemon it. Yellow, so it's not exactly a... That, like, how many guesses do we get? Uh, all, uh, both of us together have three. Of you, so yeah. you can discuss. And... I'm thinking of, like, a bug type that I know. Say it one more time, just to make sure that we have. I, I'm thinking of a bug type that I know. Oh no, no I'm, I'm the Riley. Could you repeat that Pokedex entry? Sorry. Ah uh, shit, I don't have it up anymore. I can't. So it's something about poison on its wings, like okay. uh, oh, pushing shit. water away. It's 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 wings covered with poisonous powders repel water. This allows it to fly in the rain. Yeah, I I I think I know this. Maybe. Okay. Uh, so, what are I you thinking? It? it is. What are you should thinking? It? it is because we could. Well, you can. Discuss it with me before you officially confirm it. Uh, well, I'm thinking. Like, can I just say the? Can I what? Can I say the name that I'm thinking? Yeah. Go yes, ahead. you uh, can. Okay, I'm, I'm thinking it's Dustox. Like, I'm thinking it's Dustox. You know, like that uh, bug Pokemon that like famous Gen One Pokemon. Dust yeah, that's I, the one thing. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what Gen Pokemon are from. All I know is uh, this. <laughs> Dustox is Gen Three, I believe. Oh, okay. So. It's like it's, it's one of those Kanto early Pokemon. Pokemon. So think of Pokemon that are like in the first Original like fire. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. I think I, you're on the right track with the bug thing though. Um Yeah, the only the only I only, only know like one bug Pokemon that like is that has wings <laughs> and it's basically the like that the one everyone basically knows. <laughs> Wings are yeah. covered with poisonous powders. So, so there are a couple of bugs that are in my head right now. We're, we're, we're diving completely on the bug end, by the way. If it's not a bug, that's going to be kind of disappointing. But, um, 
So the ones that pop into my head are like uh, Venomoth and Butterfree and uh, well, I, I don't mean, think Beedrill would work, but I mean the one the first one you said has Venom in its name. <laughs> That's true. Uh, maybe it's all right. So do you want to confirm the? We can just confirm both of those, and if it's not those, then we're in trouble. Yeah, but, uh, okay, we can do that. Let's try sure. the first one. Cool. Is it Venomoth? Okay. Uh, let's stall for a bit. Play the we'll be right back sound. <laughs> do, Music do, thing? Do, 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 do. Or whatever. <laughs> Can we um, just like boot up some music real quick? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm trying to think uh, while we have this chance. Um, we said Venomoth Butterfree. If it's not those, then what if I, the Kanto Pokemon or would have poisonous wings? don't know <laughs> yeah i mean if if you like showed me like a picture of like a pokemon i'd probably be able to tell you what its name is <laughs> huh i'm trying to think I mean, probably not more likely <laughs> i feel like it's one of those two because i can't think of anything else that would have poisonous wings so yeah when we get the chance I mean, to it, confirm it i mean the best Bet would be like the one that has Venny in its name. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think. Uh... I'm back. Hello, can you hear me? Oh, hey. hey yes. Okay, Hello. so our our Venom our Venomoth and Butterfree, your first two guesses officially. Yeah, Venomoth, then Butterfree. Venomoth is incorrect. Butterfree okay. is the correct answer. Oh, hey, okay. we got it. <laughs> Uh, Butterfree is, uh, I can't tell you what he is, because my Bulbapedia thing went away. Uh, I think Butterfree is a bug type. I'm not sure if... I, I know has... he's a bug, I'm saying... Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm I gotta just, get his, I... uh, uh, Anaru. Get him, yeah. get his Pokedex number and his classification while I read off the Smogon set. <laughs> um... Uh, so anyway, I'll give the Smogon set first, uh... There are no sets for Sword and Shield, so I guess he's completely competitively inviable in that game. But in Sun and Moon, there's a PU set for a Quiver Dance Sweeper, uh, holding the Focus Sash or the Life Orb with a Timid Nature with EVs 252 in Special Attack, 4 in Special Defense, and 252 in Speed. And the moves Quiver Dance, Sleep Powder, Bug Buzz, and either Air Slash or Energy Ball. Did you find the number in the classification, Anaru? I did. Butterfree is the butterfly Pokemon. Uh, very creative. Uh, and it is the Pokedex. It is number 12. Number 12. Classic. Very early number. Yep. But um, yeah, that brings us to the end of our show. Yay. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so, uh, Anaru, where can our listeners find you on the internet? Uh, so, uh, you can find me, uh, at Adoran Region on Twitter. You can find my show, Not a Scratch, a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon TTRPG actual play podcast, uh, where we basically become Pokemon and go through a journey about the world ending. It's real fantastic. Uh, that is at Not a Scratch Cast on Twitter. Um, you can follow the show. It's a podcast kind of like this one. You can check it out wherever you listen to podcasts by typing in Not a Scratch. Um, it should be up everywhere. If it's not, tell me on Twitter. Uh, that'd be great. Also, if you're on Twitter or 
listening to an episode of our show, then you can check the description where you can join our Discord with a bunch of cool people like Sven. All That's right. Uh, Sven, you have anything you want to plug? Any social medias uh, or anything at all? Sure, I have, like, a Twitch and YouTube. And the, oh, hell yeah. Plug those. Like, like I, you can, like, find me on Twitch where I'll probably, like... I'll probably not be doing anything on it because uh, we are, there's a lot of people in the house right now. So you can find me on Twitch on Just Send Things, and I'll already done a uh, playthrough of Oblivion on that. Uh, and you can find me on YouTube with the same thing of Just Send Things, where I have a edited video of like me having like the absolute damnedest time trying to find a weapons and armor store. <laughs> Fun stuff. The weapons, the armor, where are they? Like, I think I, like, one of my, like, favorite moments of that, like, highlight is, like, the time I was talking to, like, the, uh, I forgot what the wizard people's name are in Oblivion on the Outer Scrolls, and so, and since I forgot that, when I was, like, saying goodbye to, like, one of the, uh, people I was talking to, I'm like, they're like, goodbye, and, and I was like, bye, wizard lady. <laughs> bye, wizard lady. Alrighty. Um, and as for me, there's a couple places you can find me. And for Pixels Media, the the network this show is on, I'll actually start with that stuff. Our main show is Pixels, Polygons, and Fun, which is a video game podcast where you talk about anything under the video game sun. We still got to get Anaru on that. <laughs> Yo. I, <laughs> I know Jinji wanted to, uh, but he just kept forgetting to ask you. And then I asked you one night and you were busy. So it's, it's in the works, everybody. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, there's Pixels, Polygons, and Fun, the main show. Uh, and that can be found like in all your favorite podcast places. And there's a bunch of ways to contact us through there. And then there's uh, uh, this show has a Discord in the description. You should join that. There's nobody in it, pretty much. It's just the hosts and Sven and Red <laughs> yeah. Star. There, there's, a singular, there's a singular, like suspicious chicken just in, in the discord <laughs> there are only two people in this discord who are not host of the show and it's fan and red star that's it <laughs> up until for for a good while one of the hosts wasn't even in the server it took like it took like weeks for me to convince colo to even join the server in the first place <laughs> but um yeah go ahead and join that and then follow the show on twitter at pbh podcast uh, you can email us at pbhpodcast at gmail.com. We'll read those. I uh, respond to them. And if you and if they're the kind of thing that would get, make sense to read on the show, I'll read them on the show. Like, yeah, the we received emails. It's just that they weren't. Well, we read an email on the show, but the other emails were kind of like directly reaching out to like us as people. So I just wrote responses instead of reading them on the show. But either way, we will correspond with you. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, as for my stuff, Twitter at Riley Tweets, Twitch at twitch.tv slash Riley Streams. Uh, my YouTube is Riley, exclamation point. Uh, there's the Riley Podcast Mega Feed, which can be found on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and which are the same three places you can find this show mainly. And, uh, yeah. I'd say that's probably about it. Oh, there's the MoCast, which is at anchor.fm slash the-mo-cast or on YouTube at modiggity42 where me and my friends Mo and Robin talk about whatever the fuck we decide. We recently made our return after a little bit of a hiatus and we talked about memes. It was a good time. 
And that'll do her for today. So uh, thank you for coming on, Sven, by the way, our special guest. Yeah, it was it was fun. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, thank you for listening to Pokemon Variety Hour. We're back, hopefully. I think I'm confident this time that we're going to stay on somewhat weekly production. I'm confident. I can feel it in my bones. Uh, but anyway, I thank you for listening to the first episode of 2021. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the yeah. first episode of this podcast that's supposed to be weekly coming out in 2021 is in February. So obviously we didn't do very good on that weekly thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, that's about it. I've been Riley. I've been I'm, I'm Sven, the eldritch chicken who no one knows. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll see you guys next time. Oh, also, Brad Brad existed. He doesn't have anything to plug. He doesn't really do anything else on the internet. But He's been Brad sent to the Shadow Realm. Like him. He got sent to the Shadow Realm. By that I mean I'm pretty sure his parents made him do shit. <laughs> but he'll, he'll still be in the description because I, I said my rule was they had to be there at the beginning. So, Brad was technically there at the beginning, so he gets to be listed as one of the hosts on this episode. (laughs) Alright, see you next time, folks. Bye. Bye. Bye.